0: everybody it's chris i haven't been doing these uh these intros uh since we've been doing the live episodes but i wanted to do this one for a few reasons one because yes like probably every podcast produced by non-professionals ever um this one has problems specifically towards the end it does this weird thing where it, it stutter repeats um uh, mostly what, what I'm saying, for a period of about, I don't know, a couple seconds. Um, get past it. Write it out. I know it's there. I didn't edit it out. Daddy's tired. Um, the other reason is because I've really been meaning to uh, give credit where credit's due um, in, within the show itself and to note the generous contribution by uh, DJFM, of his of tracks from his um album Last Man Standing that to provide our, our intro and our outro. And it's just it's been very generous of him since really the beginning of the show. So it's going on three years that um John G, aka DJ F M has been uh, so so gracious and generous with his music. Um that's really about it. I think we're I think we're 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 getting close now in the third year um to to maybe moving this operation to some place where people know what they're doing when they, uh, when they push the on button. Um, but, or maybe not, maybe you're stuck with me being the, uh, engineer, producer, booker, co-host and, uh, whatever. But anyway, watch out for that, uh, jacked up part of the show towards the end it might even be in the middle i don't know i haven't listened to the whole episode but uh tammy is a terrific guest and hopefully you can uh, see past all that hear past all that and enjoy Tammy. the recovery
1: revolution will be podcast on the since right now addiction recovery network Welcome to the Since Right Now addiction recovery podcast, the podcast of clean and sober, K L E N and S O B R and sincerightnow.com with your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt hey. and Chris. Dog. I'm glad you got another one. You have four now. Uh, uh, we have four dogs. Uh, <laughs> seems like a lot of
0: dogs. And you know what's interesting? It took four for me to, I think, appreciate the therapeutic aspect of dogs. Everybody says like they add years to your life. Right. The the previous the three, first three weren't doing that. They weren't doing it. I was honestly, I for some reason, I you know I I love them all. I appreciate yeah. them all. They're all great. Dogs in their own way, but um, I think it was. Uh, I think it was Matt was over here. And we were talking about yeah. dogs because you know Matt loves dogs. Yeah, who by the way can't make it tonight. Last uh, week he was on a, a well-deserved vacation, and this
1: week he's off. He's on a shoot on a in Vale, Colorado. Vale, Colorado. That's a that's a um, good assignment. If you can get that gig, yeah. take that gig. But that's a beauty. I was
0: saying, like. You know, they say uh, having a pet, having a dog mm-hmm. adds years to your life or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And I was like, it's I'm almost your- certain these three <laughs> dogs are taking years off of my life. Right. <laughs> because they're just, they're three very sweet little dogs and I don't know what it is with this fourth one. Um, Has chilled everyone out? No, but me. Oh. Like, I really like connect dog. with this guy, oh, this new nice. guy, Cholo. He's like okay. this little scruffy... Street dog. Straight off the street. Yeah. Um... Probably like abandoned after being a a, a mill breeder. Yeah, mini poodle that my wife just said is the color of dirt. He is. Um,
1: He's camouflaged with dirt. But uh, anyway, so So yeah, he's not like a beautiful dog. He's just a beautiful spirit. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's good. I'm glad you got Cholo. We've got Cholo. Cholo.
0: Um, And uh, yeah, so that's that's the news. I don't know. You know, uh, uh, do do we have any other news? I mean, we're still going to Austin. Totally. Um we are. We've got flights booked. It's all excited. I, I don't know if we got any more more than that. I think um I'm I think I'm booking someone uh well I am. I'm booked from uh the WAFTIAC group, the We Agnostics and Free Thinkers International AA conference yep. team yep. uh to come on the show. That'll probably be uh, September. I'm okay. thinking now. That's good. Um, we can find out what the what the waft is. Diac. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So we'll we'll, have, we'll talk some about more about it and have a show sort of dedicated to it, in essence. Before Excellent. we go. Uh, other than that, I think uh, we're about to talk to Tammy. All right, Tammy Salas, and uh, let's
1: call her. Tammy's got some amazing art.
0: Here we go. Let me see. Everything's. All right, here we go. Here we go. There we go. That's no. the old Skype ringtone. And here's Tammy.
1: Tammy. Hello. Can you hear us? I can hear you great. Hi Tammy.
2: Hi Jeff.
1: How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm gonna
0: crank Excellent. you up a bit. Yeah. Um yeah. So you can hear a little us. Soft. Right? You're a little soft. Uh,
2: I will get a little closer.
0: There oh, you go. Perfect. Much better. Um, so welcome. We're just, uh, just begin to come on on your art, which is one of the ways anybody that's visited the Recovery Revolution dot yep. online would know you. Anybody that's visited your site TammySalas dot
2: right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, would recognize it's sort of in from my perspective and maybe many others um they sort of they go hand in hand mm-hmm. um the work you've been doing um and, and i'm always uh in my mind I, I want to call them doodles which is is nothing but uh, that's it's praise the, yeah. the work you do in, in those books mm-hmm. um but you also sort of do collage work and you paint also mm-hmm. um yeah. So, uh, yeah.
3: Yeah, you can call Doodles. You can call whatever okay. you want.
0: All right. Um, and then also, Tammy's been uh, kind enough to share a series of her work going through um, the 12 steps mm-hmm. on uh, the Recovery revolution yep. dot online, And I kind of want to start there yeah, after let's I do. say welcome. Yeah. Me okay. too. We'll start yeah. there and we'll go back to the art. Um, because I think in the, in the pre call, I was talking a little about that there are some the 12 steps not being inside this the rooms or the steps continue to to fascinate me people's take on them and yeah. yours is um i feel like there's a similarity to how i would feel about it i guess there, there's that and maybe everybody has the reluctance but can, can you talk a bit about um maybe start with the second actually because <laughs> what i found really in- interesting about that was the notion that uh of be you had to of of resisting having to admit you were <laughs> insane as opposed to embracing becoming sane yeah <laughs>
3: Um, Well, let's see. So, so I didn't start going to AA. Just so I'm always curious when people are getting interviewed or talking or at meetings. Like I want to know their sobriety, like immediately. Like I want to know how much sobriety do they have? Because I'm always like kind of when you're new to sobriety, you're gauging it, I guess. Kind of like, oh, okay, they have this much. So I'm a little over 18 months um, sober, and I didn't start going into AA until the day after my seven month of sobriety. Okay. And so. the steps I still don't know all the steps like I don't look for I don't look ahead right. I don't know right. what's coming I mean I kind of do because I kind of take the ignorance is bliss kind of um, approach to it
1: okay. So you've seen the steps on the wall but you haven't you haven't read them past two or three
3: Yeah I, and I hear them read <laughs> but I just kind of don't focus That's <laughs> so good that's good
1: you're not looking ahead
3: it's You're weird.
1: not reading ahead in the book either right
3: No heck no Yeah <laughs> When read what I'm told, yeah. <laughs>
1: that's brilliant. Okay, well, that's totally one day at a time. I like that approach so far. <laughs>
3: yeah. I, otherwise, I just was getting too um, freaked out by it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's it's funny. So- I think that a lot when new newcomers come in, and I remember being like that. They tell you the steps. They read them and how it works. And you just cannot get your head around any of that stuff, right? It's so foreign. It seems so just the whole concept. That's, that's good. So it's good to keep it right in the very simple
3: yeah, I would, I would, couldn't, I couldn't, um, I couldn't see, so I still can't. So, uh, <laughs> right. as I'm writing these steps, it's just, it's fresh and it's, um, it's, uh, uh, it's hard. Yeah. The steps are, yeah. are hard, but I can see from time and, um, from going in the rooms and hearing people's stories as you do every single day. Lately, I've been going to a couple meetings a day cause I've yeah. just been kind of, you know, in a mode and I just, I see I can see them at work. Mm -hmm. Whereas Mm -hmm. when you're new, I just resisted everything so much I couldn't even hear what anybody was saying. All I heard was the word God, which I hated. Right. And I all I heard was, um, you know, everybody was grateful alcoholics, and I thought, well, that's I'm not grateful. Ridiculous. (laughs) Right.
1: I'm not feeling grateful, and I don't believe in God.
3: Right. What are you talking about? Yeah. So. So the steps for me to write about them, mm-hmm. I think when I, when I pitched them to you, Chris, I had um, gone to a writing retreat with my friends, um, owns a magazine, and she said, just come up with an idea and throw it out there and see if, you know, see, that's, they want content. People right. want content. Mm-hmm. And so when I did it and you said yes, I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> okay. He said yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a good idea, though.
0: Yeah. I love it.
3: Right, and, and, if are I would,
1: you, and are you going through them with like a sponsor, or someone guiding you and telling you to read stuff and react, do stuff? Like, what's what's the yeah. process?
3: Yeah, I, I have a sponsor. Um, I didn't pick my sponsor. My uh, we were kind of put together, which I know uh, Jeff. I know you go to meetings, but yeah. I know you're supposed to pick someone you know that has what you want. Sure. Um, my sponsor is just a really awesome lady, and it's wonderful that we have connected. Oh, good. Um, it's like she an has- Indian
1: marriage. They just arranged it for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: She has 28 years of sobriety, and okay. she's just, um, I'm not going to talk about her too much, but just that, yeah, she's she's great, and she's walking me through the steps, that yeah. Great.
1: That's great. Yeah, so, yeah, oh, I'm sorry, Chris, go ahead.
0: Well, I, can you explain that you didn't pick, how, how, how did you end up?
3: Yeah, so um, there's a women's meeting that I go to, um, and a lot of the ladies go out for tacos afterwards, mm-hmm. and so someone will stand up at the meeting and say, like, we're all going to this taqueria afterwards. If you're interested in going, see me after the meeting. Hmm. So I would like watch these ladies for a couple months and go, where in the heck are they going? Like where I wouldn't ask them because hmm. I wasn't going to talk to anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I would drive around town during the week and go, where is that taqueria that they're all going <laughs> to? I wonder where it is. <laughs> so on the night that I finally asked somebody where, where it was,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. um, I was getting ready to leave and this woman was standing up behind me and she said, do you know so-and-so next to you? And I said, no. And she introduced us and she said, do you have a sponsor? And I said, no. And she said, do you have a sponsee? And the woman said, no. And she's like, well, you guys should work together.
2: That's great. (laughs) That's great.
3: And I didn't know any different or Mm -hmm. what I was supposed to do. I was kind of going to all those meetings trying to figure it out Mm -hmm. um, because no one really tells you how to get a sponsor.
1: You, know. <laughs> you ask someone, but yeah, they don't tell you that. It's like so easy, but they don't really tell you that.
3: So I'm like kind of casing all the meetings and kind yeah. of watching, going, "I wonder how you do this." Yeah, that's yeah. so funny. So they put us, she put us together, and and, it, and I've been working with her.
1: That's great. So so step two specifically came to believe mm-hmm. in a power greater than yourself. So you don't believe in God, or didn't, or or how has that been coming?
3: <laughs> that's kind of changing.
2: Oh
3: good. Um, not. Yeah, um, came to believe. So, I've been baptized like three times. I don't know if I told you that, Chris, no. but like, so,
2: how does that yeah. happen?
3: So, I just love to get baptized a lot. <laughs> I just is yeah. it the
1: water? But, is it the priest? Is it the ceremony?
3: Well, one time it was an accident accidental um, baptism. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a thread to AA that I've just kind of seen lately. I'm going to tell you that story. So okay. um, I was like 11 years old, and a friend down the street asked me to go to church with him. And so this partridge family looking bus kind of rolls up in front of my house. Yeah. And you get on this bus and you go to church, and they separate the boys and the girls when you get to the church. And so I was kind of, he was, you know, he was a guy. So I was like, oh, what, I don't. We, don't, we didn't go to church, so I didn't know what was going on. Right. So right. they asked, like, if you haven't been baptized, raise your hand, is what I think they said. I'm sure they didn't say that, but yeah. that's what I heard. And so I raised my hand, and I got on a different bus, and they took me to a different church, and they told me to, like, take off all my clothes and put on this robe. And all of a sudden, I was like, wait a minute. Wow. I'm a little concerned here with the taking off of the clothes, yeah. so... So I left on my underwear, and I put on the robe, and I was freaked out. And they took me up in this big baptismal font, and I got, I got baptized.
1: Wow! Hmm. How many people were with you? Were there like other people that didn't get baptized?
3: People, I don't remember because I didn't pay any attention to them. I was so in my own world. How old were you? I was like eleven. Okay.
2: Yeah.
3: And wow. any guardians you had, did they not
0: know? I mean, were your parents, whoever, anybody know where you were going?
2: No. Wow. No. That's crazy. No.
3: But when I get out of that water and my hair is long down to my, um, you know, down to my waist and I, I'm so happy nothing bad has happened to me, yeah. I get a certificate and I get gold coins. Wow. So wow. I am like the happiest kid on the block. I am happy nothing bad happened. Yeah. I get changed. I go home. My hair's wet. My dress is wet. Since I left on my underwear, I'm just completely wet. Yeah.
2: Hmm. And my got mom's it.
3: like, what happened to you?
1: <laughs> I'm like, well, the, you know I, the Partridge I, family hippie bus I just got on, mom? Well, let me tell you.
3: <laughs> you should not let your daughter go alone to church. That's the lesson we learned from that. <laughs> so was so your mom my,
1: horrified or was she okay with it?
3: She was pissed. Yeah, oh, yeah. She called every dirty word under the sun. She called that boy's mother wow. she called church she ripped up my certificate she took my coins wow. um so the fact that i get coins every month at aa i always think about that little girl
0: wow <laughs> that's <laughs> amazing that good. That's
3: different, really yeah. <laughs> wow. and so in terms of i mean what you asked was do i believe in god or how did that yeah, go no that's a I'm
1: good definitely- start we're, we're starting it's <laughs> a good foundation I'm-
3: I'm seeing a shift in what I'm thinking of that there's a power greater than myself.
1: Mm. Okay.
3: Good. That's where I'm at.
1: Okay, that's where you're at right now.
0: That's such a tricky <laughs> one. I mean, I, I every time it comes up on the show or just if it comes up for whatever reason in the course of what I'm doing, it's like, I have to think about it. And, and uh, you know, I, I I change my opinion mm. on the reg. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think, it's, I think for me, it just depends on what 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 constitutes a power greater than myself or ourselves because yeah. for me it has to be ourselves um and this might be a digression maybe not, but for me, I feel like if there is a power greater it's not a different one for everybody that's that's that's, that's my your sense opinion. okay that's my opinion yeah. is that well. whatever it is it's gonna be the same thing yeah um okay you know. R- that's, then maybe that's a little heavy yeah. to no, get into. But, I think um, it
1: can be very, whatever you want it to be. I like that. I'm
2: down. But, yeah.
0: Um, but for me, it's like, might be like something involving like quantum mechanics and string theory. Nice. <laughs> I and I don't like know that. if that's legit or not. No, I like that. Anyway. Like um, going with that. I apologize to hijack the HP conversation. <laughs> oh, but, that's good. Um. So, so that was one baptism. Yeah.
3: That was fun. One, I got baptized when I was born Catholic. Yeah. That one I got baptized accidentally was Baptist, yep. and yep. my last one was Mormon, so I guess I'm still wow. Mormon, um, when I was 19. <laughs> so that was of my own doing. I was a seeker. I wanted to find something. Um, my dad wouldn't take me to church. He, he was he went to the seminary to be a Catholic priest, so when he left, he, he we weren't doing church.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So did he kicked out or just like, disenfranchised or, or just, disillusioned? <laughs> um,
3: probably a little bit. A little both okay. I'm not sure the story's not entirely clear
1: okay yeah so Mormon that's a weird place to end up right
3: yeah. well my mom's family is Mormon oh, okay so um, I always like the community kind of the um, yeah the 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 three hour service everybody's with their family um, they have a serv- uh, an hour called relief society for all the ladies to go to and that's where you do crafts and learn how to do Homemaking things. I loved it yeah. i hmm. I wanted it for that. I wanted um I think I've always wanted I, I live in a town of hundred and twenty six people mm-hmm. I like small communities i want I felt like I always wanted to be part of something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess when I was younger, I had to sign on in in the bigger cities that I lived in you you go to church for that. Um, but when I got older and I started asking some questions that I wasn't getting the answers that i You know, I didn't believe them anymore. So when I was 27, um, I left uh, the church. I left my first husband. And I kind of, that's when I started drinking.
1: Oh, so you hadn't drank before that? You weren't a drinker?
3: Not really, no. I mean, a little bit here and there. I didn't really drink until I was 21, because you're not supposed to. So I didn't.
1: (laughs) You listen to people. Good. You're like the first person I've ever heard that uh, followed that (laughs) advice.
2: Yeah.
1: That's funny. So I like, oh, just as a side note, the Mormons, I like, don't they have like a, uh, it's a service thing, right? They'll have to go on some year-long
2: service thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah like it's like that. a two-year mission. Two year.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: That's yeah, cool. I never did that. But, oh. right.
3: but the nice young female Mormon missionaries that I met, I, I liked them so much and I wanted them, I wanted. I wanted what they had.
2: Yeah, you know, yeah. they had yeah.
3: families that were intact, and my parents were going through a breakup, and I, it was very appealing to me. Okay,
1: so you're 27. You're 27. Mm-hmm. Decide to leave your husband, which sounds radical, <laughs> right? Yeah, and not like in the surfer dude way, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: radical. <laughs> yeah.
2: No. Yeah. No. like radical.
1: Yeah, no. Seems <laughs> like radical thinking from a good girl like you.
3: I, I wrote an essay about this. with my first, one of my first essays I got published and so I left them like a country and western song. Like I just walked out, left a note on the table, ordered mm-hmm. a U-Haul, and I was I left. I was in Durango, Colorado, and I okay. just hit the hit the road. Wow. wow, So I'll be making amends for that, I'm sure, real soon.
1: Okay, <laughs> you, got, you got a few yeah, more yeah. steps, but you're close. You're in the you're in the target zone of getting ready for that amends. <laughs> so that's right. good. <laughs> Once you start these steps, you kind of get on a thing, right? A little little thing. Yeah. That's where you're headed because your sponsor is going to make you this. Okay. So then yeah. let's hear the drinking part, right? <laughs> yeah. What, what I'm curious is the very beginning part. You say you didn't drink until you're
0: 21. Was it a situation yeah. where you're like watching the second hand, or <laughs> did it just you know were you like oh 21 here you come? Yeah. Like it was an fine.
1: instant love affair. <laughs>
3: No, no. I was talking about this in a meeting to, this morning, actually. Um, I I was just a rule follower, so I was the girl that um, if you said you can't do that, mm. I was like, all right, yeah,
2: fine.
3: Yeah. You know, so I did drink once. I got I drank once when I was eighteen, and I got caught. And I told my dad I wouldn't drink again until I was twenty-one, so I didn't. And I lived on my own, and I had a roommate who drank Jack and Coke every single night. Wow! Jack and Diet Coke. Sorry, it had to be Diet Coke. And she, um, she used to say, "Do you want you want to drink Tammy?" And I would say, "Oh no, I'm not 21." She's <laughs> like, "Yeah, well, you work full time, and you have your own apartment. You can drink if you want to drink."
2: Right, right.
3: And I just had I had such conviction back then. I just. Uh, I was like, it's okay for you. I, I just, I'm not 21, so I can't do it. Well,
2: well. So
3: I went to like the drugstore for Christmas to buy her a bottle of Jack Daniels. I wasn't <laughs> 21, but I also thought I wasn't judgmental. So I'm like, oh, she wants a drink. I don't care if she drinks.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the
3: guy's like, can I see your ID? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> I never bought alcohol before. <laughs> I handed my ID and he's like, um, so yeah. you're not 21. <laughs>
1: And you're like, "Oh, it's not for me. It's for my roommate."
3: That's what I said.
1: <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, he's like, I don't really?"
3: "Yeah. I don't care, young lady." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so, she loved that story. It's a great story. I, but yeah, but so no, I never I you know, you dabble in the white zinfandel and mm. and uh, I yeah, but I I didn't really start drinking and blacking out. I'm a blackout drinker, so mm-hmm. I just when, around the time yeah. I, I got divorced, I yeah. started thinking I could I should drink. We yeah. never had alcohol yeah. in our home growing up at all. My parents didn't drink, so it was kind of like
1: this massive, the doors massive, were
3: wide open. <laughs>
1: rebellious spirit hit you at twenty seven, right? Yeah. Did you feel it hit you like I'm leaving? Like this life sucks. I need to. I'm missing something. Yeah. I'm getting rid of this. I'm going on the road. It's gonna get crazy.
3: I'm tired of following the rules. I want to go have some fun, Hmm. and um, yeah. Wow. I didn't, you know, didn't have to include alcohol, but I decided to include it.
1: (laughs) Totally. And so was was it? You were like off and running. It sounds like blacking out, drinking.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, No, it wasn't. Uh, Yeah, I was. I and I I did that. I mean, I didn't know I was blacking out until I read Sarah Heppel's book Blackout.
2: Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. That's you just a good think book, yeah. It, it,
3: it so that's how I got to go to AA last year. Was I read her book last August, mm-hmm, yeah. and I started trying to figure out. I was trying to figure out how I could add drinking back into my life because yeah. I'd been, you know, just hit six months yeah. of sobriety. Yeah. I summited a mountain. I thought I was on top of the world. I thought I was invincible. I felt really strong. Yeah. I was like, I'm not powerless. I'm powerful. You know, yeah. I just had. Yeah. I felt it, and then. After I started reading her book, I was like, "Wait a minute!
2: This is I, how I drink.
3: This is exactly how I drink." Yeah, and um, yeah, on my seven month of sobriety, I wrote a blog post because I write every month and chronicle my journey. And on the seven month, I wrote this blog post, and this nice friend of mine te- kind of, oh sorry, texted me, <laughs> and uh, she said, "Have you ever thought about going to a twelve step program?" And I was like, um, I've taken that test once or twice.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and she said, I really think you could benefit from it.
2: Wow. And wow. I said,
3: okay. She said, I just read your post. I said, I'll go tomorrow.
2: Wow.
3: And so I looked it up and found a meeting and and went.
1: So why did you quit in the first place? What was happening?
3: Um, my health. My health was just
2: Scary down. bad.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it just it, you start deteriorating, mm-hmm. deteriorating, and you're you keep going to the doctor, going. I don't know why this is happening, and then and the doctor you're not giving her all the information. Right. Yeah. So how can they possibly, you know, so so I so it's I I didn't plan this, but I stopped drinking on Groundhog Day. It was my last day I had a drink.
2: <laughs> that's, that's nobody till
3: I figured that out till my year when somebody pointed that yeah, out. I was that's like, funny. But I went and got a physical on February 3rd of 2015, and I was so exhausted, and I did a a whole lot of drinking around the holidays. Um, That was my bottom, was the um, last week of the year of 2014. And let's see, I went to the doctor, and when I went to fill out the the intake form, when it asked how many alcoholic beverages you have in a week, I just sat there and I was like, I'm in a... Tell the truth. Yeah. I'm so tired of not telling the
1: truth. Mm-hmm. And so, what was the number?
3: Um, so, the number was not the truth. The number was 21. Yeah. Okay. But I was drinking bourbon at the end and I was drinking doubles. Um, so, I was drinking Good. six drinks a night, not three.
2: Oh. Um, so. <laughs> forty two
3: drinks a week, not twenty
2: one. But right.
3: at the time I thought I was telling her the truth. And when she she gave me a look that I was like, Oh I've just let the cat out of the bag. Yeah. What am I you know, what's gonna happen?
1: <laughs>
0: Is that bad? Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: forty two,
1: like 21, 42, I don't know.
3: <laughs> she by the look on her face I could tell yeah. that it was bad. Yeah. And uh she's I, I swear I, I loved my doctor because I she just kind of collected herself and she said, so what do you drink? Yeah. I said, well, bourbon right now. <laughs> what, do
0: you, what do you got? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, um, she looked up bourbon she said, okay, so that's made with corn and that's going to process the sugar. And so that might be why, you know, X, Y, and Z is happening. And then she said, "Do do you think, I mean, I think this is brilliant. So I think more doctors should do this. No, I yeah. highly recommend it. She says, would you be willing to go on an elimination diet? And I said, I don't know what that is. And she says, well, you would eliminate alcohol, dairy, uh, wheat, and sugar, and we try to figure out, you know, what's going on with you. And I was like, sure, okay. And she says, well, would you mind starting with alcohol first?
2: Right.
3: And she says, because that'll be out of your system. That'll be eight weeks you'll be without alcohol. And I'm like, um, yeah, okay, I can do that yeah. because yeah. I want to please her. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm the girl that wants to please everyone. So I'm sure, yeah, I'll sign up for that. Not really fully knowing, you know, kind of what that was going to entail. But I came home and I didn't drink for like two days. <laughs> right. And on the third day was my book club. And um, I usually drank like, fish at my book club. Mm-hmm. And, and so I went and I didn't drink. And so once I didn't drink there, I came home and I sat down on the couch with my husband. I said, I think I'm not going to drink um, for a while.
2: And this is and a new husband. He,
3: yeah, this is my new husband. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this is my favorite husband. Oh, he yeah.
1: snuck in there somehow. Okay.
3: Yes. Yeah, so I'm remarried. We've been married almost 15 years. Okay. Um, but he, so he just kind of looked at me like... Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Did That's, he did yeah. he? did he ever mention anything? Ever think you had a problem? Ever Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> so he was on board with this.
3: He was he was on board, but he didn't I know he, he didn't believe that I was gonna do yeah. it.
1: Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. He
3: had he had no reason to believe I mean, yeah.
1: You know. So you were telling him this and he was like he's like if that right. yeah, great. Awesome. <laughs> sure. sure. Sure, baby. That sounds awesome. Okay.
3: Yeah. But I did and I I, I stuck to it and I started feeling so great that it made me realize like what a problem I had.
2: Yeah.
3: And at first, you know, and I'm sure you guys know this too, Mm -hmm. like you're drinking as much as all your friends are drinking. So you think that you're totally, you know, but they're not blacking out and their drinking. Isn't your issue or you shouldn't be watching what they're drinking. That's their deal. Like I just started paying attention to me and, um, it was really hard in the beginning, but, it
1: got easier, yeah. Good, That's awesome. So, you, you this and this was totally by yourself. And you for seven months, you just did whatever you did and yeah. didn't drink. Did you replace it with anything? Like, did you eat a bunch of sugar or work out or? I ate
3: so much sugar it was <laughs> every day at four. Every day at four, because that's when I would start drinking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once I started sleeping through the night, I woke up every night at like between two fifteen and two thirty for years. Yeah.
1: To, and did um, you have to drink yourself back to sleep?
3: Never. So, it's interesting. I never thought to do that. What I did was I wrote. Oh, okay. And I kind of punished myself for the rest of the evening till the morning, wow. like, you know, how horrible I was right. and you you know, you go through the evening trying to reconstruct things and so I never I never drank in the middle of the night. I I just kind of was like in this a pity party. Yeah. That was my chosen <laughs> punishment middle of the night yeah oh my gosh yeah so i did that i wrote i used to write on a, a separate blog not my blog now but i used to write for about eight years um and it's interesting i go back and read those things now and instead of are saying like oh it doesn't it feel like you know like fake like what you were mm. writing i was writing to like try to find some some good
2: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> that's crazy so what like what were the stories? Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, what were they on the like what were they on the blog? Like what would you write about? Like poor me pity stories like
3: Oh, no, no. I would I would write about just chronicle my son. What's going on with him?
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. Like if
3: we did something. It was all um I did a lot of cooking and gardening and trying <laughs> things on for size. I was trying to figure myself out is what I was doing oh. and um, yeah. I was reading a lot of blog we had just sold our wine bar we owned a wine bar for right. six or that's seven right. years
2: okay. yeah. so
3: yeah that's where I did the bulk of my um, you know that's where it started
1: there you go like that's the yeah. perfect place to drink <laughs> who's going to be mad at the wine bar owner who's drunk well, Like that's- her husband
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, oh my and gosh. the people on the roads and, yeah,
1: mm. yeah. alright so you were
0: waking up in the middle of the night and sort of writing a mom family cooking blog. Yeah. That, it did, it, did it read sort of, uh, um, um, did it read like sort of with the, maybe the, uh, I'm trying to choose my words carefully, the earnestness that some of the, that style of blog typically has? Or did it read <laughs> like the person who's waking up in the middle of the night? maybe a little
2: it
3: wasn't honest okay in a way I am now okay um, it was definitely um, I was again trying to find the good in my life mm-hmm. so there's this little nugget that was untainted by something I had done or I drank too much or I just focused on something positive mm-hmm. and so I don't I don't know I don't I don't it was true. It wasn't like I was lying, but I definitely wasn't telling, as I like to say now. Like, I like to tell the unedited version of the mm-hmm. truth. Now, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to edit. That's you know. That's how I would get away with things is by editing. You know? yeah. yeah. And as writer, I know you write, Chris, too. I don't know if you do, Jeff, but just like you can, mm-hmm. you can do that. Right? You can edit your story. And <laughs> when you get sober, you you learn that you should not
2: yeah. do that. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Right. So, okay, so you had, you were at the wine bar. hmm So you're drinking wine and bourbon. And I didn't drink
3: bourbon until the end, but, okay. yeah. Yeah, I, once we sold the the wine shop, you know, I didn't have access to wine like I used to. Right. So I started making all these craft cocktails and doing my own drunken cherries for the Manhattans and, and um, making limoncello, making Kahlua, you know, just... Thinking it was really, I live in Sonoma County where it's all very, as you know, just like kind of craft everything. So I, it seemed acceptable, and mm-hmm. and um, it was cheaper, and um, I didn't have to go out to drink. I could drink at home, and that's there was a shift there.
1: And does your husband <laughs> drink?
3: He does. Yeah, okay.
1: just normally.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. yeah, that's fine. So back to these these steps. Then you. Get, get into this thing. Seven months into it, someone suggests you go to a twelve-step meeting. Mm-hmm. Just they kind of sense it, reading whatever, right? Yeah. So like, oh, this probably is going to help you. Now, and you've been in for about a year now, right? Oh. And it sounds yeah. like you're going pretty. Like, this is you're in it. You're in it to win it. it sounds like.
3: <laughs> I am. So I'm writing about the steps now, and I'm only on step three. For you guys, mm-hmm. I'll be submitting step three over the weekend. But okay. I'm on. I'm on step eight now
1: oh okay so you so, do have this cement. sorry go ahead yeah. wait but can you what is step three for the for those for Chris the, yeah for me <laughs>
3: that's a great question you are turning
1: over your, your will in your life to a higher power is what step three is okay so two is it's you, accepting that there is one you come to believe come to believe that uh, only a power greater than yourself can restore you okay. to sanity and this is an interesting one because lots of people, have trouble with that word sanity, presuming that we are insane. And so it's sort of like, I'm not insane. You're insane. You're insane. (laughs) (laughs) Call me insane. No, you're insane. But the insanity, the definition that everyone throws around, doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results, which is certainly alcohol using, right? Right. So Mm -hmm. I, I think, and then you just describing, you know, getting up every night and punishing yourself, writing and all the weird shit we do. To either keep drinking or uh, justify our drinking, it all kind of feels insane when you pull back the curtains, right?
3: Yeah.
1: It feels like these insane. It is
3: unmanageable. It you think you're managing so much to try to keep your crazy ass routine from like (laughs) falling apart, right? Yeah. yeah. And and so I could I had to admit that it was unmanageable. Yeah. That the amount of work that went into um Every part of my day to, you know, knowing what time I had to get my son from school, knowing who was coming over for dinner. I had to some elaborate dinner party so that I could go to Bottle Barn and buy all the alcohol so that I could make all the drinks and that everybody had to drink as much as me so that it seemed normal. I mean, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work.
1: So Do you remember thinking that if everyone's drinking as much as me, I'm cool? Like, was that a conscious thought when you had these dinner parties?
3: I wanted people to start drinking as soon as they put one foot in my door, like they had their foot hadn't even gone down yet, and I had a glass in their hand.
0: That's funny. I think right? that's part of our mo, right? I mean, I remember. And I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the on the podcast, but I remember a, a friend years ago. Well, obviously years ago when I was drinking, but he came in. It was like at the. Beginning of my sort of really getting into it Heavy yeah. at the end yeah. And he came in and he goes Chris I gotta talk to you man He was like my drinking buddy He goes I okay, think I got a problem and I said shut up and grab a beer And you know because I'm dr- And you know it's like you don't want to hear it You just want yeah. everybody to be drinking yeah. And you want to be Let's talk about this over a drink You want everybody to be in the deep end with you Yeah It's yeah. Yes. Yeah. funny um, So but was was there any um, Was there any uh, having to, to hide the extent or the, the the amount or any of it like fr- say from family husband yeah
3: okay so uh, yeah i guess we're gonna get into this all right well, so
1: <laughs> well you've done a fourth and fifth step like it's all there
3: right it's there yeah,
0: yeah. oh yeah i forget that some of this happens in steps yeah. right that's yeah. okay sorry
3: yeah that's all right that's all right but but what i did that that's something that's like i because i just saw them this weekend and i took a picture so that i could just like remember my insanity.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So I um, I would go out looking for these really beautiful decanters at um, consignment stores. Mm-hmm. And I would make... Our bar was just beautiful. And it was in my living room. And um, I had these decanters. And the reason I got the decanters, really, if I was telling the truth, was so that I could refill them without my husband knowing yeah. like how much yeah. was missing. Now, I don't think I ever consciously... I didn't verbalize that out loud to anyone. Sure. I, sure. I, I was doing it. It wasn't until I stopped. And um, I had this bar still in my house and I'm not drinking and my husband's drinking still. And my friend said to me, she said, why do you have that altar to alcohol still intact in your living room? Why haven't you taken that down? And I said, an alter to alcohol. I like that.
2: Yeah. And she said, yeah. yeah,
3: all your paraphernalia, all the pretty glasses, all the decanters. She's like, you have it all and you have to see it every single day. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know, my husband, my husband drinks. He's a normie. I shouldn't have to take it out of my house. Mm-hmm. Well, one Sunday I took it all down. And that was like the best. That's
2: cool. <laughs> because
3: That's cool. I tucked it all away. He still knows where everything is. I got rid of a bunch of stuff. But those decanters I threw in the back of the garage and this weekend when I was purging the garage with my family, I saw them and it reminded me like what I did. You know, I was going to CVS to buy bourbon to refill those decanters several times a week and the lady like knew me. And that's when I kind of started knowing like, oh shit, you, you're not like normal drinkers.
2: Right.
3: Right, This isn't. Mm-mm. nobody's jonesing to get to CVS to Mm-mm. buy Maker's Mark like you are, yeah. you know? Yeah. And um, it made me really sad, yeah. you know, that yeah. realization that that's what I was doing.
1: And that just came <laughs> to you recently. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? The, yeah, the, the plots and the way, the how much effort we put into drinking, that just the conspiracy of it all, normal people never think like that mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. It's so crazy. That's yeah. Okay. So, it, so a little preview for your third step, right? Right. You're submitting it this weekend. <laughs> right. You're turning your will over, right? Yeah. How's that going? Well,
3: that was that was after doing the second step and kind of coming to terms that I didn't, you know, control the universe myself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, was that a hard
1: one to come to terms with?
3: It was. Yeah. It was. It was. We're all a little yeah. control
1: freaky,
0: right? Which is really interesting that, to me, considering yeah. that triple bap that you had going on <laughs> yeah trip bap <laughs> the triple bap um like the tri <laughs> I, <use that. laughs> I mean i've been baptized uh, once when i was like i don't know 10 yeah as a i guess a catholic that i mean that's how out of it i am and uh i mean i always feel like somehow that means i have to Believe in an HP, not anymore. But for a long time, I thought, well, I guess I have to. You know, God
1: believes in you, Chris. (laughs) Why do you believe in God? (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) That's what baptism. He'll get over it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) funny. Uh, So,
1: uh, sorry, I derailed it. Oh yeah, no, I was just yeah. The (laughs) you have this relationship with God now. That's great. So, what do you see? Like when you said, oh, it's starting to develop, or it's. I can, it's kind of, you're warming to this idea. Uh, how's that working exactly? Like, what are you noticing?
3: So, so like my, my, my sponsor often says, like, oh, you should pray about that. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah I'm still not doing that. <laughs> so, I, I I don't, that's not, I, it's not comfortable. It's not yeah. my default. Yeah. I know maybe over time I'll remember and do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, it, I do say the serenity prayer a lot. So, I shouldn't say I never pray. I do say yeah. that one because yeah. that helps me. Calm down, mm-hmm. but um, I kind of just had to assign my higher power to be. Uh, it's going to sound very hippy dippy, yeah, West County. Like but I had to. I had to assign it to be love.
2: Yeah, like a, yeah.
3: it had to be a feeling for me, not yep. um, yeah. not an not a an invisible man in the sky. I couldn't. I couldn't sign on for that.
2: God, it's a legit power. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense.
3: To yeah. Us.
1: yeah, so I, a that lot of, a lot of people what, say. That is a higher power, pure love, right? Yeah, I've heard that.
3: Yeah, because in the in the rooms they were saying, you know, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, well, you." I was confessing, like using the rooms as a confessional. I was like, Mm -hmm. "Yeah, I don't, I don't want to. I can't believe in a higher power that's a fence post." You guys told me it could be anything, Mm -hmm. and I think that's bullshit too. Like, I'm not going to say a fence post is my higher power. I can't just give it away to. It could be anything they would say, and you Mm -hmm. go, "Yeah, but I, I'm not buying that either."
2: Right. Right.
3: So. Uh, by talking about it and being able to be honest in the rooms and say my feelings and no one can really, I mean no one cross talks and no one can, uh, they say it after the meeting, they might have a little chit chat with you. Mm -hmm. But the fact that I could say all that and say, I don't believe in God or I'd say, I'm not going to call myself an alcoholic. I'm anything I said, nobody said anything. And I was like, this is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Maybe this, this love, this, acceptance this is the feeling this yeah. is the god yeah. but i'd never thought about it that way that's my calm. whole entire
1: life well if there, yeah there's two major forces love and fear what mm-hmm. are you going to curate in your life right
3: yeah yeah
1: that's it yeah. so that's working yeah. for you
3: it is working for me
1: <laughs> so you, if you're so you're this recovering perfectionist right recovering uh it's it sounds like a little control freak right
3: yeah, Virgo,
1: yeah, totally. Yeah, and so now you've got a year in, working these steps. Do you feel like, how are you feeling like right now? How's your program today? Today? Yeah.
3: Um, it's good. I hit 18 months last Wednesday, yeah. and I had a tough time. You did. I've been slowly pulling myself out of that. Yeah, I felt like six months was awesome you know, and you get your chips and all that business and you're learning a little bit about yourself. Mm -hmm. And then the year mark was, you know, you're on that pink cloud Mm -hmm. and it's a year, but 18 months felt like, like this shit just got real. Like I, (laughs) (laughs) this is my life now. So I kind of, it dipped down a little bit like, huh? All right.
1: Yeah. Like this is all there is. Did you have that feeling?
3: Um, well, just, I started playing that crazy game of, like, I guess I can't be a social drinker. Right. And I already yeah. should know that at this point, right? Yeah. But for some reason, it crept in last week where I had to play this game. and um,
1: Like, you, like you she, thought maybe you could be a social drinker, or that thought crept in.
3: I, I just thought, you know, well, maybe someday when my son's off of college and I'm okay. much older, like, maybe I, but I, I that's, that can't be. Yeah, yeah. You know, it can't yeah. be for me. I, I know that.
0: Right. Yeah, no, but I, I but that. I, I did
3: it there for a few for a few days, and then I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. Get back and do kind
0: your of forgotten purposes. about that period because yeah. I went through that right about then too. When I was, I, I would say like when I'm something like I'd say like I don't know what age, like sixty five or seventy five. I yeah. said I'm going to start adding things back in inverse order. <laughs> so I'm going to start with like cocaine or smoke or freebasing. Yeah, start with the really hard right, stuff right in the inverse order, like the wor- the, the harder. Shit I yeah. quit last? I'm yeah. going to start first. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd, I'd forgotten about that. That's but funny. It's those those promises that you throw out there to like, it's sort of like the carrot, I guess, to to pull you along. Yeah, I don't know what but that is. That
1: seems like insane thinking, but everyone has that. Yeah,
3: it it didn't last long, and yeah. I, um, you know, I communicate with a group of women every morning.
1: Yeah. Oh, good. Every morning, like, how does that work online?
3: We I write so I write a gratitude list every single day. Every day. And every day.
1: How many things are on it? And
3: in the beginning, there were 30 things on it, um, and now I add I add art to it, so it just depends on my art, like what, yeah. what I've done as the base. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah.
3: I do those drawings in my AA meetings usually.
1: That's cool. Um, That's cool. I was going to say, Sorry. they look like Chris called them doodles, and then like I have those adult uh, coloring books, right, that have become popular, and we have those at the house, and they look like kind of meditations. That's right. What they're they, Yeah, they're really cool, right? So if you do them in your meetings, that's what they are, right?
3: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I try to be respectful of the meeting and not yeah. distract anyone, but I, I have to do it to stay in my seat. I have I I've come to, to learn that I have, you know, anxiety. That's why yeah. I drank yeah. like I did was to kind of quell those anxieties. Ooh, so where did you learn that? <laughs> well like what um, step
1: are we learn that?
3: Um, just recently, right. Um, that's a big one. Yeah, yeah. And so understanding that, and then doing something about it um, that can help. Um, so this gratitude circle is kind of how I start my day. I, I do the list at my seven a.m. meeting, and then I come home and I send it out. Um, there's seven of us total, and it's been really, it's been a great way to kind of see. What you should be grateful for. Now, if you told me I was going to do any of this before, by the way, I would have said that was like the stupidest thing in the world was to make a gratitude list. That's dumb. But, you know, (laughs) (laughs) my contempt prior to investigation for the world, like everything and anything I have contempt prior to doing it, um, I've kind of realized, oh, really, you might want to shut up about that and just try it.
1: (laughs) I know. Isn't that you all? You all every morning. Yeah. Morning. Yeah. Morning.
3: Yeah, the beauty of it is, it so is, it's, it it's, it's really great to make a list of what I'm grateful for. That's, it's easy totally. to do.
1: I have sponsors do that all the time. Five things you're grateful for. I do that sometimes. I'll have periods of my life where I'll do that for a long, it's a great, simple, simple thing. So good for you.
3: Yeah. But when you read the other people's lists is kind of where the magic happens.
1: Totally. So That's the new part. I love that.
3: finding beauty in their shitty day. If they're having a shitty day and how they can be yeah. grateful mm-hmm. for different things, it's you, I mean, they're not always having a bad day, but if, if they are and you see how they write about and they're amazed, be able to read that. Why can't we all? That's awesome. What you guys are grateful for. That's awesome. What you guys are grateful for. That's awesome. You guys are grateful for. That's awesome. You... You... you guys are grateful for. What are you... That's awesome. What you guys are grateful for. That's awesome. You guys are grateful for. That's awesome.
1: You Matt and are grateful for. That's awesome. You Matt and I are grateful for. That's awesome. You Matt and are grateful for. That's awesome. You guys are grateful for. That's awesome. You guys and grateful for? That's awesome. Yeah, totally. That's not fair. I love it.
2: Yeah, you can yeah.
3: start your own gratitude circle. Yeah, every day. I, I know
1: gratitude circle.
3: Yeah, that's what we. Does call everyone
1: it. do it every day? That's
3: great. Yeah. Um, we call most it bad is gratitude. gratitude. Yeah, I feel like there's. It's really powerful when everybody does it. But you know, life happens, and and sometimes yeah. people yeah. can't do it. So uh, that's the goal, but that's not the reality. But if there's enough people to kind of make up for that. You don't want too many because then it gets like you feel overwhelmed.
2: Yeah, but you don't want like
3: two because then you're not kind of getting the benefit of of the wisdom of the other people in the group. I just fashion
0: your goal. The the you're also working with like you're also working with like you're also working with like you're also working with friends, 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 friends of the friends of the friends of the show, friends of the friends of the friends of the show, friends of the show. Friends of the show, 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 Friends of the show uh friends of the show uh lord of the show uh Laura of the show uh Laura of the show uh lauramowwan and and Holly of home podcast, right am I wrong that yeah
3: I'm working with um um Holly on a little um passion project that she has, yeah. Okay. Yeah. To I thought, be, revealed.
0: I mean, I've seen something on. Her. What's that?
3: To be revealed, I said when she's ready for that. Oh, yeah.
0: oh I apologize. Oh. No, I thought because I thought I saw something like on her. I mean, that was out in the open on her, like Instagram, at one point. that was a, a piece you had done for her.
3: Oh yeah, I did that as a gift for her. Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh
2: I, okay, okay. Yeah,
3: I, I do a series. I'm doing a series of paintings called the Ray of Light series, and okay. um, it's about people. What my hope for it is the series. that would be people in Hollywood, the painting rays of color. And it's just those rays of color. And it's just those rays of color coming out from them. Um, it might be, it might be more anonymous. As it morphs and not have the person's morphs and not have the person's face so that um, I'm just not sure. It's, it's kind of in the works, but I've done about five of them. Mm-hmm. So what's, what's the <laughs> um, is
0: that, Prior to sobriety, how what what role did it play in your life? Yeah. Before, during.
3: Yeah, I've always been a um, had a creative streak, but I never could really um, own it. I didn't feel like I deserved it, or I wasn't creative enough, or I needed to just you know. I was a legal secretary for fifteen mm-hmm. years, so I I kind of was the straight and narrow, right? So not I I this yeah. is what I do. Yeah. I'm not the creative type. But when I stopped drinking, part of what I did for those seven months was to figure out, try to figure, I needed something else to do. I had all this extra time that <laughs> I wasn't drinking. Right. <laughs> um, and I, didn't own, I didn't own a store or a wine bar anymore. To you know, I was creative in that way, in buying for the store and, and merchandising and all that. But when I stopped drinking, I realized the one thing that I was most ashamed of is that I'd never graduated from college. So... I did the legwork for that and I got my transcripts and did all the things that I always put off and that overwhelmed me. And um, I went back to school and I declared art as my major. And that's, that's, I've got, I just finished up my first year of college.
0: Wow. That's Congratulations. Awesome. That is awesome. What school?
3: Right. Um, it's a junior college in town, Santa Rosa Junior College. All
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> So That's got to be a total guess, right? That's got to be incredibly fun.
3: I love it. I
2: absolutely love it. I bet.
1: Yeah.
3: I'm I bet. the oldest one in my classes, and uh, that yeah. felt a little nerve-wracking at first. I was
1: going to ask you that, but I didn't want to ask you that, so you said it. Yeah. Are you like yeah, the oldest one in your class? Is it fun I, to hang out with college kids? Like, What are they like?
3: They're nice. They're nice. They, like to, they, they don't like like the early yeah. morning classes, so... <laughs> Since I'm sober, you know, I'm up early. So I take the seven yeah. o'clock classes. And, That's, yeah. right.
1: That's awesome. Exactly. Okay. Why are you so perky, ma'am? What's going on here?
3: <laughs> so I did that. And that was important. But um, I think, like I told Chris, I think you and I chatted about this briefly. The year before I got sober, I, hmm. I took on a project. I gave myself a project where I was going to draw every single day for a year in this journal hmm. and make a piece of art every day. And so that kind of started. That's when I would be hungover and um, at the breakfast table. Um, I'd just gone to bed. You know, get, getting up at two thirty. I'm writing till about five thirty or six. I go back to bed for an hour. I have to get up and get my son do all of his stuff for school. I'm cranky. Um, you know, I'm hungover, parched, <laughs> and so I would sit there and kind of again. I like to kind of punish myself on those mornings, and I would just sit there and draw. And think. And think about how I wanted it to be different or how I wanted life to be different. My drawings Mm -hmm. reflected that sometimes. And there was words or there was painted with coffee. Or I I did whatever, you know, whatever was nearby. I just kind of didn't know what I was doing. But Mm -hmm. I knew that that was kind of like my meditation in the morning. That was kind of uh, what started my day. And that kind of fueled what I do now.
0: Wow! all right i like it yeah. yeah no it's fascinating i mean i was just looking it's interesting when, when you said that you were a legal secretary that i, I would i just wouldn't have expected that with with um yeah no that was a surprise the rest of your your story because it, it i mean the the creativity is definitely um seems like it's it's freely flowing now and uh yeah yeah well, I, I was invented- like i was just <laughs> what's that
3: I still have a typewriter in here. I make lists with them. I do my gratitude oh. list with sometimes. They're, they're part of my art. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's the
2: connection.
1: So when are you going to put out these on T-shirts, these uh, designs? That's what I think. How are yeah, these designs I, not on T-shirts right now? That's my question. Well, I have,
3: <laughs> I have a couple bags that I made that I have in my garage that I have. Uh, Ooh, bags, I need to yeah. figure out but it's called a uh, Library Junkie. And it, there's these big library tote bags because I love the library mm. and librarians. Yep. And um, so I tried doing that a couple years ago. And I, I just kind of didn't know how to. That was like before I got sober. And I was like, I want to do something. But I don't know what that is. And um, so I'm thinking about that.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> your designs are beautiful. I think they're really inspirational and cool. And as opposed to something that someone made on a computer, right? Mm-hmm. These feel like really just great that you made them in a meeting. There's a great mm-hmm. story, and you know they just feel really, really cool. So they're inspiration for somebody. Yeah, some, yeah, people should be able to get them somehow. I think.
2: Thank you. Well, just I'll wants on.
1: one. Yeah, I want one, So Let's say that. <laughs>
3: I'll work on
1: that.
0: Yeah, no, I and mean, right. we were ju- we were just looking through it through the the gallery on the site yeah. um, before we got in the air, and we were just both thinking like,
1: yeah. oh yeah, they're beautiful.
0: Yeah. All right. right. We'll keep doing. Somebody that. needs to be making money. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. But uh, yeah, no, th- and uh, yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. And um, I, 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 for some reason, I'm feeling terribly guilty using the word doodles, but I, I mean it nothing no. nothing but the best of, of terms. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I doodle.
1: I love I love doodling. Yeah.
0: Um, well, it's but, fun-
1: it's funny. The you know they say sitting in a in a place and drawing right. keeps your head in the place in the meeting. A lot of right. times, you know, you'll your head will not be in the meeting that you're in but this actually helps people stay in the moment, right? So yeah. I think that, that meditative drawing in a meeting uh, keeps you exactly focused and keeps your mind in the room so you mm-hmm. can hear what's going on.
3: Yeah, it helps me to So I sure. think there's
1: just, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a dual purpose. It's cool. Yeah.
0: So did we,
1: uh, did we get you? Did we cover everything?
0: <laughs> Is there anything you want to? Share that we we haven't or yeah
1: we're look we're looking forward to step
0: three TammySalas.com. dot yeah. com
1: yeah and I don't want to like push you but if you're on step eight and you've only given us step three come on girl <laughs>
3: <laughs> well I have to go back so I write so on my blog I write about every month
2: and so and then okay. I keep, so I have like an obnoxious amount of journals and notes.